It's a special crossover episode of Locked On Coyotes as we talk with Haley Simon of Locked On Blues as the Arizona Coyotes take a 6-5 to home loss to the St. Louis Blues to start their Stanley Cup champions gauntlet. We'll get to that right into the sh- today's episode. Your Locked On Coyotes, your daily podcast on the Arizona Coyotes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, how to put the intro out there. But before we get into today's episode, I just want to let you know, because today is Wednesday, which means that it is the perfect time to start thinking about betting on football. So today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers can get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started. All right, let's do this, Robin. So obviously this was a very high scoring game and the Blues ended up taking that victory at the end. But the Coyotes, they looked really good and dominant. Can you talk to me about what you liked about how they played tonight? Yeah, you know, this team, I think there's a lot of expectation going into the what I'd see from the team this uh, in this specific game. Um I, it's it's funny because I think most of my eyes was before the game was getting ready. He's like, all right, Logan Cooley is going to be on that top line with Clayton Keller and Nick Schmaltz. Everyone's paying attention to that. But that wasn't the line that was making all the noise. It was the uh, Mat- Matthias Michelli, Lawson Krauss, Nick Bukestag line. They really impressed. I think they were high flying throughout the entire game. I feel like they never they never let off like for the entire 60 minutes, which is something I want to see in a team. Yeah, whenever the Blues take on the Coyotes, my biggest fear is Mr. Hometown Kid himself, Clayton Keller. He has been on fire lately, so I was a little surprised to not see his line be as aggressive. But as you said, they were really on it for the whole 60 minutes. So I have to ask, because obviously this was the most high-scoring game, and I know before we began the show, we talked about you know high-scoring games. Was this the most high-scoring game in Blues and Coyotes history together? It's actually tied for the most. Okay. (laughs) And actually, it most recently happened last season, like only last season, back in February. It was uh, 6-5, same score in overtime, where the Blues won that one as well. That is insane. Wow. Okay, so tied for the sec- for the most high scoring game 6-5. I wonder what it is between these two teams because I feel like the Coyotes are a team that unfortunately gets a very bad rep and this mm-hmm. season they have actually been and I've said this, I've admitted this that I was wrong. They've been one of the more dominant teams in the Central. So do you feel like this game tonight is going to set them back or do you still think that they have the momentum due to the fact that they had so many goals? I, I will I, I will say that this, I think, is a little bit of a setback for them in the sense that they are going into an incredibly tough, um, what my co-host Matthew and I are referring to as an incredibly tough gauntlet in the next six games, including this 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 one, is they're running through each of the last five Stanley Cup champions, the St. The St. Louis Blues being one of them. Um, they got Vegas and Colorado and Tampa 
all those all those teams coming up all just in the next week and it's not going to be easy for them yeah this team's better but it's going to be they're going to have a fight <laughs> and i feel like that they and i we said i said this to my co-host i feel like they really needed this win um maybe they get the confidence from those from those goals but i think the win would have been better absolutely and even you know with the blues looking at how they play against the coyotes one thing i've noticed is that our defense really struggles against you guys and it's been like this i feel like this whole entire season where the defense really crumbles but and i know i had this on for later in the show um about the goalies but i'm telling you the coyotes bring out the worst in st louis and tonight it was very evident when we saw absolutely nothing from the defense i mean we saw like some good stuff happening but that was mostly Joel Hofer and not even the defense themselves so I was actually kind of taken back by how your offense is really able to dominate a somewhat improved Blues defense the Blues um, I will say the first game um, against the Coyotes and Blues this season I believe the Coyotes won 61 that game they were dominant and the Blues looked awful. So then after that game, I feel like the Blues were really working on improving and the defense got better. Tori Krug was playing better. And tonight, I think this was actually a huge downfall for the Blues' defense. Um, yeah, it's, it's, that's definitely an interesting uh, interesting point. I feel like that's something that you can even take to, take into account, especially with, you know, this, like, I think decent amount of the Coyotes team also being injured too. That kind of makes into a yeah. huge factor. Uh, but... Uh, you're right. I feel like the, uh, I was going to make the joke about defense on either side too. My joke, my joke was going to be like, I feel like both of these teams have already gone to Thanksgiving. Uh, both the defense already at the Thanksgiving dinner because they're already in somewhere else. Thinking about that turkey. <laughs> it's I'm telling you, Mullet Arena. I don't know what it is, but it's like insane how high scoring the games have been lately, especially this season for Arizona. And I don't think the Blues have had that many high sc- I mean, they've had high-scoring games against, like, the Lightning and games like where it's not a close game. This was a close game the whole time. Um, I was very surprised, I have to tell you. like, Yeah, and and, and, and I will give credit to the, the, you know, the Coyotes, you know, office and, and uh, hockey ops for yeah, for building the team, at least through this offseason, getting enough assets to – Get that kind of a team where the offense actually matters a lot more. I was worried uh, for a while. I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. I feel like this team is probably going to be another mediocre team. We're going to see. And I was thinking, yeah, this team's probably going to be maybe maybe six in the division because at the at the, at the at the best. Because I was like, yeah, because I know they're better than the Blackhawks. They and are. Maybe another, they are. And maybe let's take one other team, but I don't know who that other team might be at the time. And now it's... Uh, that could be though it really could be i mean if you saw the latest the latest locked on nhl power rankings the blues were up on one i i think over over the coyotes i think i was surprised about that yeah it was a bit of a surprising one it was i didn't vote that way myself um for those that are watching we do power rankings here on the locked on um nhl uh, networks where we basically rank obviously where the teams in the central and all the other divisions are and I had the Blues kind of low. Um, I think the Blues are one of those teams, and they're and I, I always joke about this, but it's like a roller coaster. They're either going up that hill or they're going straight down quite fast. And to 
night. Um, after and I just want to also mention that Braden uh, Shen got his 600th career point tonight, which is phenomenal. Uh, been around the league for quite a while, and you know he really had to go through years of proving himself to even get to the position where he is. So that's a good accomplishment. But right when the Coyotes tied it up, right after that, I'm like, oh no, we're going down this hill quite fast. And uh, you know. The one thing I will say, though, between these two teams, it is always very interesting, the battle. And I have to give credit where credit is due. It's probably the most entertaining um, team I think the Blues have played against in the Central so far this year. So, but it is weird, right? Because it really could have been anyone's game tonight. Oh, yeah. No, no matter what. I feel like that's the case for the most part. Um, between these two teams, no matter what, even even some of the more dominating games, like those are, I think the 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 outliers. Those are like the out down the games where it's like a six two, like previously. Those are like outliers because you see these games; they're always battling. And I and I love to turn back to uh, back in time, all the way to the you know one of the COVID years. I think the second where the Coyotes and Blues had that seven game series against each other. It was like nonstop yeah. in the middle of this, just in the middle of the season, just a seven game series, just because it was amazing. I, <laughs> it's funny because like this, that was when I was actually first taken over as host of lockdown Coyote. So thinking about it, look at almost three years ago at this point. And I, <laughs> I was doing so many episodes and I'm like, all right. And I was a solo host. And I'm like, all right, I got the blues again and again. And again, and again, again. <laughs> It's like, I, how do they do this? At that point, I just remember watching and I'm like, I feel like I know this Coyotes team. Like, I felt like very a part of it. And I'm like, wait, this is not normal. But I feel like having so many games and I feel like with the scheduling this year, it's quite weird because we've played each other like three times already. Or yeah, three already. Yeah, which is insane. I feel like that's just kind of a short amount of time to play as many games. I'm not complaining. Because, again, good hockey. And anything can happen in these games. It's better than um, – I was going to make the joke, but it's better than playing the Dallas Stars this many times early on in the season. I do not want to play them yet. Again. I don't know. Like, as, I mean, I think I, – I, I'd like to see Coyotes play the Stars a little bit more after what I saw last week. <laughs> I, I, but I'll say that, and then the Blues will end up getting, like, shut out, like, 6 nothing, And then I'm going to be like, oh, no. I talked this into a reality. Um, before we talk about more about, uh, the game, I just want to let you know about sleeper. So a new NHL season brings all sorts of possibilities. Robert Thomas could score 50 goals and the blues could hoist the Stanley cup and you can win big by playing daily fantasy hockey on sleeper, the official daily fantasy app of the locked on NHL network. Sleeper is our number one choice for daily fantasy sports and especially daily fantasy hockey. Because with Sleeper, you can win 100 times your cash in Daily Fantasy Hockey contests. So to win 100 times bet on Sleeper, you need to correctly predict the outcome of eight player stats. You heard me, Blues fans and Coyotes fans. You can win 100 times your money playing Daily Fantasy Hockey with Sleeper. So Clayton Keller, as I did mention, my favorite Coyotes player since he is a St. Louis Blues native. You can even use his statistics. So... As I said, use promo code LOCKEDONNHL and you'll get up to $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. That's LOCKEDONNHL. See Sleeper's terms of use for details and locational availability. All right. So the high scoring game, I know that we kind of touched on that a little bit. But were you expecting to see that tonight with these two teams? 
Uh, actually, no, it's funny because like uh, one of the things I do every pregame is I run through the odds on FanDuel and I'm like, all right, the total points is this. It's almost always six and a half, which yep. kind of makes sense. And I'm like, all right, let's see where the cut with the, where I feel like this game is going to be. And I'm like, you know, I feel like it's going to be like right at that under. It's probably going to be like a four to two game or something like that. Um, by the time I saw it, like, you know, three to three after after a period, I was like, this is going to be different. This is going to be different. <laughs> yeah, I was so off. I was like, oh, the Blues are going to win for three. And then after that first period, I'm like, okay, you know what? This could still happen. And then when the Blues got the fourth goal, I'm like, okay, do I think it's going to stay this way? No. But for that split second, I'm like, well, it could work out. And then it ended up just going on and on. I do have to say, though, and, you know, it's funny, like, I, I'm, this game just happened, obviously, a little bit ago, so I'm still, you know, remembering, thinking about my emotions during the game. I was actually very stressed out at one point. When Jordan Binghamton, um obviously left the ice shortly after your goalie did, do you feel like there was a momentum shift? Because when I look back and, I, and that moment happened, I felt like once Joel Hofer went a net for the Blues, a complete momentum shift happened on the ice. And I don't necessarily know if the players on the Coyotes were a little bit like, okay, this kid's been hot lately, or was it more so of, okay, this is not a good matchup between. Because, I mean, again, the Coyotes did beat the Blues 6-2 with um, Hofer and Nett. So do you think maybe, I don't know, like they just kind of felt like he was on it? You know, it's really weird when I have to think about how like how to break that down. Because one thing I'll turn to in, 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 as these how weird hockey can be and how weird the Coyotes can be is I just turn to the, the, you know, like the recent matchups against the Kings, for example, where like they'll go for they'll, – they'll like score four unanswered against Phoenix Copley and all of a sudden, you know, the most recent game against the Kings, they can't score one against them. And you're just like, yeah. what is happening? Like, so maybe it's just like, hey, they're riding. Yeah, like I said, maybe maybe riding a hot hand. Uh, they get kind of they get sh- shocked when things when, when things change, get change up or they're just not ready for change. There's just so many different things that 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 go on. Uh, I think they just lost a lot of momentum in general. If a lot of different things, maybe even just past just past the uh, the goalie change. Yeah, because I really thought as soon as – let me go take a look back at my score. Yeah, when the Coyotes went up 5-4, I seriously thought to myself, okay, they're going to get another goal. Like I I was just so prepared that Biddington was going to stay in net. I didn't think that they were going to take him out, to be honest. Um, as crazy as that sounds, he's a very emotional goalie. I'm sure you've seen the videos of him freaking yeah. out when he gets pulled. But that hasn't happened this season so far where he's freaked out. I was like, okay, are they going to risk it? And they obviously pulled him, and then um, Hofer went into net. But I really thought Arizona was on such a momentum that they were going to continue to score. So I was kind of surprised to see that um, shift happen. But I feel like if they – and this is my hot take. I feel like if they left Biddington in the net, the Coyotes would have won that game. And It's it's certainly possible. I – I, I I like to definitely think that like maybe that could have happened because um, I know that, to me I think the the thing is because I'm I'm like the, the stat I love the look I like to look at right now the um, that really changed it all 
is taking a look at the trend on penalties. Yeah. Like the moment the Coyotes took their first penalty, I kind of already had a feeling, all right, this is over. They're going to start taking more and more and more. Well, the Blues suck on the power play. So <laughs> I'm just saying that you're playing. I mean, they did kill, they did kill a decent amount, but the, the Coyotes weren't able to bounce back on their momentum and be able to take yeah. advantage. But well, Another thing that the Coyotes did really well tonight was how they were in a face-offs. I mean, not face-offs. That was the Blues. Oh, my God. That was not a dig at the Coyotes. <laughs> I read that backwards. Um, the Blues usually suck at it. I feel so bad. I'm like, wait, I didn't. <laughs> and the fact that this is live, I was not taking shots, I promise. Um, no, the Coyotes, they actually kept up good with their shots on goal. That's what I was going to say. The Blues oh, did yeah. somewhat well on face-offs. They usually don't do well in face-offs. So that was something that was surprising. But for me, I felt like the Coyotes actually had more puck possession. And it's crazy how the stats will tell you differently. But I felt like this wasn't a game where the Coyotes were the more dominant team. And even breaking down the stats, I am a big stat person. I love numbers right. and reading things like that. And, you know, besides the fact that maybe the Blues had one more power play opportunity than the Coyotes – there was still, I would like to say, a lot of that similarity. As you said, obviously, the penalty minutes for the Coyotes were quite high. But that 10-minute misconduct does make a difference. But Yeah, that, that somewhat does something. <laughs> but it is interesting, though, to see these two teams because I really thought that the Coyotes, they had the control of the game. And it just seemed like that. After the – I feel bad again about – wow, that was it's actually like, – it's interesting that you mentioned that yeah. too, because I'm actually thinking of special, you know, how special teams went as a whole, and I think even regardless too, I feel like, the, like even though the Coyotes bounced back on 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 a lot of those on, on a lot of opportunities and were able to get, again keep it at you know for the most part at five five for as long as it was, I, I think the thing that killed them the most was allowing two two was it two shorthanded goals in yeah. one, in, a, in a single power play like we're better at. Uh... <laughs> shorthanded than we are uh, power play goals because again the blues suck on the power play we're and it's interesting for reason <laughs> and it's interesting because the coyotes have i think like like their sixth or seventh best power play so like yeah i that's that's something I, that's why i didn't expect it i'm like you do that i could not believe it i'm watching this game and i'm thinking to myself this is the most embarrassing. Oh, there's my cat. This is the most embarrassing thing I am seeing out of the Blues because their power play, whenever they're on it, I'm like, this is a disadvantage for us. For the other team, it's quite an advantage. Like you have a better opportunity of getting a shorthanded goal than you than the Blues do about getting a power play goal. It happens every single time, and it just cracks me up because it's the same pattern. Um, before I go on to our final thoughts, I'm just gonna do one quick thing and what is that one quick thing well i am going to talk to you about better help um all right so what i like about better help especially is i know sometimes the holiday season is difficult i know i personally struggle during the holidays and i'm very open about that but with better help it definitely helps you move forward and if you've ever benefited from therapy, like I have, you can understand that sometimes it's a little bit difficult. Sometimes it's not always easy finding the perfect match. But with BetterHelp, they do make it super easy to do so. 
because not all therapists you're going to click with. So they allow you the option to meet with different therapists and that way you can feel the most comfortable. And if you have a mental therapy, it is something that is so empowering and I'm a huge advocate for that. Mental health is super important. So I always just want to put that out there that if that's the one thing that you can take away from today's episode, I hope this is the takeaway. So find your bright spot this season with BetterHelp and visit BetterHelp.com slash NHL today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash NHL. <laughs> it's I can't I come back and I have the chat pulled up. And uh, Sydney says, I feel better when we are in the penalty kill than the power play. <laughs> oh, I love hockey. <laughs> I will I, I will quote my uh, one of my former co-hosts in saying this, but hockey is dumb. <laughs> hockey is dumb. Like, it, it's ridiculous. Like, you would think that I would come on here and I'm like, woohoo, this is awesome. Meanwhile, I'm like, I don't know what I just witnessed tonight. <laughs> the whole game, I'm like, there is no way this is happening. That was me the whole game. It was a roller coaster of this game. I, how do I even, as a Blues fan, how am I supposed to walk away from this game and think to myself, oh yeah, this makes me feel really great about the future of the team. When at the end of the day, allowing another team to put in five goals it's still slightly concerning. That's not something where I'm going to walk away saying, oh, yeah, this is awesome. Our certain goalie played awful. Um, it, it, it's funny. It's a lot of things, but it's not comforting. It's the uh, just the emotions that you get from being a hockey fan in general. Uh, and, I can, and I can tell you as my, uh, you know, my, my co-host now, Matt, he's like he's, he's a pretty diehard Coyotes fan. And uh, I, I experienced the emotions through him because, like, I don't consider myself a massive fan. Like, I have a huge soft spot for the Coyotes, but like, I've like I've covered, I've been covering the team for like even besides the podcast for like seven, eight years at this point. So, like, right. I, I like to me, it's just like a professional. It's it's a professional thing, but I've covered them for so long. I get like I I feel the emotion too, especially when I when I'm near fans who are just like so passionate. And I'm like, God, I, like, why do I feel this too much? I shouldn't have to feel it. <laughs> I get that completely. I, you know, it's funny that you even said that. I was watching with my cat. My cat is like my favorite uh, person, animal, whatever you want to call it, to watch games with because she just enjoys the game of hockey. Um, besides the point, shout out to anybody that has a pet and knows what I'm talking about. Um, I said to her, I'm like, Stella. <laughs> We cannot do this. We have to take, like, we have to just not watch the screen because it just looked, I was getting stressed out. This is Thanksgiving Eve. I'm, you know, happy and jolly for the holidays. Meanwhile, I am like, okay, I'm really thankful. I'm really thankful. NHL gods, please do something. Hockey gods, please don't let this game go downhill that quickly. I thought it was, (laughs) call me crazy. I really thought it was going to be a higher scoring game. Um, after both teams had both um, five goals, I seriously thought it was going to be about another two two goals, I want to say, for each team. Yeah, and that's, I was, 
And that's why I brought out my uh, my media guide like mid mid game because I was like, all right, let's see exactly what's the hi- not just the highest scoring game in between Blues and the Coyotes, but what's the it was like what's the highest scoring game in Coyotes history, and the Coyotes uh, Coyotes slash Jets, you know, original Jets, not the Jet, not whatever current iteration of Jets we call now. Yeah, um, but the original before we went to Atlanta and then they came back to Winnipeg and exactly hockey history. <laughs> but no, I I brought I was looking at that and I was like, all right, let's see, let's see how close we can get. Um, and like, yeah, it would it like I think if a couple goals, a couple extra goals would have been scored, it would have been real up there. I it would have been really cool to make some history tonight in that sense because I think that I know that this might sound like maybe I'm too critical on the team, and I definitely am. But I feel like both teams, like there was a lot of good to take away offensively. Not defensively, offensively. Want to make that very clear. I am very upset with our defense tonight, Blues fans. Um, I'm embarrassed. I'm disappointed. I'm upset with how Binner was in net tonight. There was a lot of things that I can come on here and complain about. I'm not going to do that because, again, two points is still two points. And I'm happy for Braden and, you know, Kevin Hayes. Woohoo! He finally did something after how long, right? Um, again, I'm being nice. This team is frustrating but I love this team. And that's part of being a fan. It's a part of being able to come on here and say, you know what? Yeah, it's a win, but was it a good win? Mm, Yes. And no offensively. Yes. Defensively. I wanted to punch a wall. Yeah. I love, I love going into always the thought process. Like it's always nice to, you know, to like win ugly over, you know, um, you know, what was this term looking forward? Like, or like, yeah, win ugly over lose or like, or having a really bad loss, like, or even whatever it might be. I'm not sure. You, you get what I'm trying to say yeah. here. Like my brain, I'm, I'm like. Like your team put up a good fight. So it's better than being shut out. Like there we 100%. Go, yeah. I would rather my team be like super close and then lose than being completely shut out. But it's like funny though, because when the Blues um they defeated the Lightning like five nothing, it was like insane. They no, it was more than five nothing. It was like eight something, whatever was high. Um, they had like two hat tricks that or was that the Avalanche? No, that was the Avalanche game. They did beat the Lightning five nothing. The Avalanche they beat like eight two. They had two hat tricks. I did not feel bad about that. I cannot stand the Avalanche. Um, obviously in the Central, you know who the top teams are. It is. Usually, especially these past couple seasons, the Dallas Stars and the Avalanche. Any single time that a team, you know, and I hate the Blackhawks, so I'm not, you know what, I'm not even going to include them. Let's go say like the Blues, the Coyotes, the Jets, any of those teams beats one of those two teams, I will feel joy. I just love seeing teams that are continuously thriving, going up and up, get demolished it makes me feel good which 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 makes me intrigued for the coyotes upcoming because the the avalanche are one of the teams they have coming up and it's and it's interesting i was actually having this conversation on locked on coyotes earlier this week and saying that the coyotes have this really weird relationship with the with the avalanche in which their games are always boom or bust it's always they either get shut out by the avalanche five nothing or they have like a bout like we, we just saw between these two teams tonight. Yep. And there's uh, no the in between. Blues, their next game is the Predators. 
which will be the Battle of the Shen Brothers, which is super cool. They actually played together on the Flyers, uh, Braden and Luke. But that to me is, oh man, I really hope they win. Because um, <laughs> obviously the Preds, I always forget about them too. They just haven't been existent this season. And I don't mean that in a bad way. They just haven't. That's the reality. They lost a lot of good players. And obviously when you lose good players, you're not going to be successful. But the Blues, like, here's the thing. They did lose to the San Jose Sharks. And that's not a diss at the Sharks. But. But it is. <laughs> but it is. And I feel bad about saying that. I mean, like, even um, the Oilers this season have gone downhill. And it's like a dumpster fire. I'm watching this and I'm like, oh, this is cringy. But I'm like, wait, the Blues are one of the only couple teams that have lost to the Sharks. And it's almost two months into the season. So, um, yeah, I, you know, they realistically, they could lose against uh, the Predators, but we will see. Robin, um, since we are live and I'm going to put this episode up, do you want to promote um, your channel and your social media? That way people can find you. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you can uh, find uh, Locked on Coyotes wherever you get your podcasts. That includes YouTube. Uh, you can find us in the Sirius XM Radio app, and you can also listen to us ad-free on, on Amazon Music. Uh, on social media, you can find us at LO underscore Coyotes, and I'm personally at uh, Robin underscore Leonio. That is uh, Robin with a Y underscore L-E-A-N-O. Awesome. And Blues fans, always make sure you check us out on Twitter at LockedOnBlues. And, of course, my Twitter at Haley T. Simon. Always tweeting, usually Blues hockey. But I hope you all enjoy your Thanksgiving. Robin, thank you so much for coming on this post-game show. And good luck to your team in their next adventure. And I will talk to you all tomorrow. And, like always, let's go Blues. Well, that's going to be it for today's episode. Hope you guys like what you heard. You already heard from our from from, uh, from Haley and from our conversation. Where you can find us in our podcast and and uh, where you can follow us on social media. So I'm not going to go and repeat that. Just 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 be sure to interact with us. Ask a question, any question you might have, we might answer right back or in a future episode of the Locked On Coyotes podcast. Hope you guys are staying safe out there. Hope you guys are staying healthy. Happy Thanksgiving, and don't forget to howl on. 